I believe I can say with uh, a better confidence now in light of you uh, listening to the preaching of God's Word just now, I believe I can say with better confidence that you won't misunderstand me if I now encourage you, dear saints, to take the supper today for the sake of happiness. And perhaps you've not thought of it that way before, but I want to encourage you, dear saints, to take the supper today for the sake of the flourishing of your soul. If flourishing, happiness, strength of soul to you, as it would seem to you, if it seems to be diminished of late, could it be by neglect? of your remembrance of Christ? Could it be by your neglect of your contemplation of the things that have been purchased for you by the sacrifice of himself and his death? Well, the Lord has given us the means of grace, and he's given us the Lord's Supper for the sake of our flourishing, for the sake of the strengthening of our soul, and for the sake of the strengthening of our obedience to him. I want to remind you of paragraph 1 in chapter 30 of our confession. Chapter 30 deals with the doctrine of the Lord's Supper. And this can serve to you as a, as a helpful guide in taking the supper with remembrance of Christ, as he commands us that we must do. Paragraph 1 says, The supper of the Lord Jesus was instituted by him the same night wherein he was betrayed, to be observed in his churches unto the end of the world for the perpetual remembrance and showing to all the world the sacrifice of himself in his death. But he also gave it to us for this, for the confirmation of the faith of believers and all the benefits thereof. He also gave the supper for this reason, for their spiritual nourishment and growth in him, for their further engagement in and to all duties which they owe to him, And he gave us the supper also for this reason, to be a bond and pledge of their communion with him and with with each other. So, dear saints, let me encourage you to take the supper as you should today with remembrance of Christ. For the confirmation of your faith, as that paragraph says, for the strengthening of your faith in all the benefits thereof. So let me remind you of just some of the benefits, time limits made from going into all the benefits, but consider just these. You take the supper today for the confirmation, for the strengthening, for the establishing of your faith in Christ who has made this offering. Contemplate the benefit that has been brought to you by the Spirit, applied to you, purchased for you by Christ and his sacrifice. Consider the benefit of justification wherein God has pardoned not not most of your sins, but he has pardoned all of your sins. He's pardoned all of your sins. And this not for the sake of some righteous work that you have performed, but for the sake of the righteousness of Christ placed into your account before him. Consider the, the gift, the benefit of adoption wherein God has brought you into the number and you are counted as a member of his household and to you has been granted 
all the benefits and all the privileges, and to you has been promised the inheritance that belongs to his house. As you take the supper today, dear saints, as you remember Christ, as you remember his body and blood, as you remember the sacrifice of himself and his death, as you remember the benefits purchased for you by this work of our Savior, remember, contemplate. Let this be for the strengthening and the confirmation of your faith. Let this be for the confirmation of your faith in these particular benefits. Parting of all your sins, the granting to you of all of the rights and privileges and the inheritance of the sons of God. We can also contemplate the gift of sanctification. How we long, if our hearts have been changed, how we long for this work of God's free grace, whereby he conforms us more and more into the image of his own glorious Son. Working in us to die more and more into sin, to live more and more into his own, unto righteousness. For his glory, I could go on and on with benefits, but contemplate those three. Justification, adoption, and sanctification. The benefits that the Savior has purchased for his people. I want to give you one final thing to think about. As you remember Christ, this is what he commands us to do in properly taking the supper. We do so with remembrance of him. We remember his body and his blood, so vividly portrayed in these elements. We remember, that is to say, the sacrifice of himself and his death. We remember the benefits that have come to us, purchased for us by this offering. We, we, our senses take in the things that we hold. We see them, we smell them, we touch them, we taste them. And as, re- as real as these elements are to our senses, we are to know, we are to be assured. So as real, Christ by his spirit is present with us to feed us and to nourish us in this way. But one more thing to think about. I want to encourage you as you hold these elements and you are remembering Christ, I want, you to, I want to encourage you to remember his mercy. Remember and feed your soul upon his tender compassions. I, I love this, and we will read it again, but I love how it's put here in the confession straight from the scripture that the supper of the Lord Jesus was instituted by him the same night wherein he was what? Did Jesus institute the supper on the same night wherein all of his closest friends on this earth stood by his side? Did he he give to his closest friends and his closest followers, did he give them this for the confirmation of their faith, for the strengthening of their faith, and for the strengthening of their obedience and their faithfulness to him? Did he give it to them because he knew that they were going to stand by his side that night? Did he give it to them because he knew that they were going to fulfill their pledges to follow him even to the death, as Peter had promised? Is that why why Jesus gave to them this means of grace? For the strengthening of their faith and the confirmation of their faith and the strengthening of, of of, of their fulfilling of their duties to him. Is that why... No. Gave it when he knew that he was facing a night that he would be forsaken. 
by his closest friends who had pledged their faithfulness and their obedience to him. Now, is that not amazing? What word can we use to describe such, such a tender compassion and such patience and such love? So, dear saints, feed your soul with these things. Let me also give to you this statement before we receive the supper. We find, you'll find it in the bulletin. We take the Lord's Supper believing that our Savior brings blessing and true spiritual nourishment through the supper to those who receive the supper by faith. The Lord's Supper becomes an effectual means of blessing and spiritual nourishment only by the blessing of Christ and the working of the Spirit in those that by faith receive the supper. Faith in Christ is a saving grace whereby we receive and rest upon him alone for salvation as he has offered to us in the gospel. Therefore, the Lord's Supper is for believers only. We further believe that believers should be baptized upon their profession of faith and be members of a gospel-preaching church unless in transitory circumstances before they partake of the supper here with us in this congregation. If you have any questions about the supper and who should participate, uh, you're welcome to talk with one of the elders. Juice is provided for those who, for health or other reasons, cannot have wine. Juice will be in the very center of the serving dish. Um, Wine is in the outer rings of of these uh, serving dishes. All right, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are very thankful for the word that we have heard this morning. And we are thankful for the reminders of your generosity to us, both in this life and for the life to come. Your love, your generosity that we have, that we have known already and that we will know, and this, this only by your Son and applied to us by your Holy Spirit, we offer to you our thanks for the things that we've heard today and for the things that we've been reminded of. We offer to you our thanks and our worship for the love that you have poured out upon us already in this life and for the pouring out of your love that you have pledged will be uh, for all eternity. Now, as we, as we pray to you, we, we pray that you will grant to us your blessing in receiving this supper We designate these elements, these broken pieces of bread, these cups. We, in our hearts before you, we designate them as not for ordinary use, but for this very special use. We pray as we hold these pieces of bread and as we hold these cups, as we see them and touch them and taste them, O Heavenly Father, grant to us contemplation of our Savior. Our hearts are weak and forgetful and so easily distracted. We pray, grant to us of the working of your Spirit, a remembrance of our Savior. As we hold and as we taste these elements, grant to us a remembrance of his sacrifice of himself and his own death. Nourish our souls with With your mercy, nourish our souls with 
the benefits that have been purchased for us. Nourish our souls today with your mercy. We do pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.